Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of Mosh Mag, episode 16. Number one six, guys. Not six. Um, today we have a special, very, very special. We are in location in Northern California. Yes. And we are going to have an interview with Mr. Steve Zetro Souza. Of Exodus. Of Exodus. Our first interview. Yeah, this is our first interview. And, uh, hell, why not go for the gusto, right? Just go swinging for the fences. Um, we wanted to do this little preview of... What's coming up. Yeah, what's coming what up. What going on. Because this, we're going to go straight into this and then not give you any information whatsoever at the end. It's just going to end. Um, but it's a really cool interview. Talks a little bit... Uh, a little bit, a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I so think we really covered cool. everything. Yeah. With Exodus, the old stuff. Um, it's pretty cool. Next week, uh, what we are going to in the next episode, we are going to have Slayer. That's what I'm I'm here in Northern California doing. Um, I photographed Slayer. I have... We're going to do have a uh, review of all... All four. All five four. Bands yeah, five bands. We've got Lamb of God, Behemoth, Anthrax, Testament, and of course the Mighty Slayer. So we'll have some amazing pictures up at Mosh Mag reviews. Yeah. Um, that's all coming up. Yeah, um, we're going to talk about it more in the next show. We'll yeah, get into absolutely. detail with all that. So Scott, why don't you give them the all our how to get a hold of us deals and schmeals? You know how to do it, guys. It's our website is www.moshmag.com. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram. It's mosh underscore mag. Uh, you can hit us on any device that's uh, any vo- voice device, activated device, by just saying, Alexa, play Mosh Mag Podcast. Boom. Or um, Google, ask Google to play Mosh Mag Podcast. Hey, even Siri. And Sir- Siri will play it as well. So that, mo- that mother will do it too. We are everywhere. So uh, check us out, and uh, like I said again, um, thanks for uh, listening. And, yes, thank you. Um, here's Steve Zetro. Here's our in- here's here it our, is. Uh, here's our interview. Look. This is Steve Zetro Souza from Exodus, and you're listening to Mosh Mag. Turn it up. Hey, what's up? This is Donald Tardy with Obituary, and you're listening to Mosh Mag. Turn it up. And we're live. And we are here with Steve Zetra Souza. Of Exodus. Yeah. I Where think, are I we? Think, yeah. We are in Dublin, California. Sunny, cold. Fucking, no, not cold. Not too cold. For me, it is. Shit, this well, is cold shit, motherfucker. That's yeah. not too bad. I guess so for yeah. you. <laughs> hey, fucking Arizona. Chandler. So, so you, I, looks like you're on vacation there, buddy. I don't right? know about vacation. Ain't never like vacation. <laughs> <laughs> no, waiting to get. We're about ready to go out again. So uh, we leave June third for our sh- first shows in Paris on June fifth, and we'll start six weeks of the summer run in Europe with pretty much most festivals. You know, a uh, few headlining dates in in between, yeah. but more festivals and you know. Are you, uh, when are you guys going to start recording? Do you know? Uh, when Gary comes back. <laughs> I mean, to, nothing planned. I mean, honestly, I, I have to be honest. I, but if you, if you see New Exodus by the end of 2019, then we've really made some tracks. I mean, his commitments with the other band is, yeah. is, 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 is you know, solid and you, we can't do 
an Exodus record without him. No. And so it uh, it's, you know, what are we supposed to do? So that's why from now we'll just, you know, we'll be playing. We're just going to keep playing. Is that is that how it was like last year? I mean, the last album? I wasn't on the real cycle, though, for oh, that. I only right. came in as, as it was... Uh, Oh, right. Pretty much finished and ready to go, so uh, I don't remember that if it was or it wasn't. I mean, I know he's got lots of riffs and I know he has lots of songs, but it's just the fact of the focus on this band opposed to having to finish out with the other band. And yeah. I don't know; nobody knows how long that's going to be. Cool. Cool. Okay, I'm just going to go down. We have like a list of shit that we wrote down. It's probably going to go. And knowing you, you're really going to. He'll give us what we want, so it doesn't matter really what we really wrote down. So, um, what do you think the what do you think was the the, the popularity of of the Bay Area metal scene in the like the late seventies and early eighties? What made that really? Po- I mean, why was it so popular here and it wasn't I mean, really what, anywhere what, else? My opinion of what it was, right? Yeah, I I would say that uh, I guess from where we grew up. To everywhere in the Bay Area, there were kids that were like us and that grew up listening to what we listened to. And it was ironic that so many of those kids had the same ear for it all. So it seemed like very natural to do that if you were from here. You know what I mean? And I don't know what it was like to be from somewhere else because I didn't grow up anywhere mm-hmm. else. So, I mean, even at that point, you're naive yeah. to what's out going on outside you. You know, you yeah. don't know. You think, wow, every major city or metropolis must have 13 oh. killer thrash bands deep, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you when we all started to get signed and we were like 21 and 22 and we're going on tour, we realized that, wow, <laughs> I Guess no wonder why it's so revered is it was very isolated if you look at it. You know, for as many as there were from this area, it, the music was isolated. I mean, I can't think of every state that represents that. You know, I can mm-hmm. only think of a few, you know, and, and California was a big part of it. I would have to say more California, New York, New Jersey, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. when it came to the top bands because it came to all of us that came from the Bay Area and then you had the LA bands and the bigger ones were uh, was Dark Angel and and and, and uh, Slayer and, and Megadeth and then there was you know Chicago everybody always considered E-Trope you guys remember E-Trope they were a Chicago band them and Trouble as kind of mm-hmm. part okay. of our Trouble, yeah. our era sound and then there was Anthrax and uh, Overkill and uh, or um, at that time, um, nuclear assault. Nuclear assault. Yeah. So there was there was those certain thrash bands that came from there. There wasn't really one from Florida. You might consider malevolent creation one, but it was more death metal bands that came from there. So yeah. if you looked at the United States from an uh, from a a bird's eye view, you know it was pretty isolated. You know what I mean? The sound, where yes. the sound was, <laughs> right. where where the sound carried from, where it had right. resonated, where people to this day will still go buy a fucking Ruthie's in T-shirt. Yes. You know what I mean? Because yes. <laughs> they heard of Ruthie's right. in. You know, yep. 
that, well, that, that brings up another thing. It's like, do, do you consider the East Bay being the birthplace of, of thrash? I don't say East Bay. You can't say that because uh, uh, there were so many people from on the other sides. And I mean, Death Angel guys were all from San Francisco. Right. So, you know. Or I say mean, the Bay Area in general. Yeah, yeah, in general. I would say the Bay Area. Is, um, More so than L.A. Well, I mean, of course, because. Exodus was doing it before anybody yeah. was doing it. Honestly. Exactly. I, I mean, I mean, regardless of who got the accolades for it later on in life, yeah. Exodus, you know, did it before Anthrax and exactly. Metallica. There wasn't even a Megadeth exactly because he was still in that Metallica when they were learning <laughs> how to do it. You know, yeah. so you can't you 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 yeah. have to look at. 80, 81, Exodus was playing, you know, the music. And I think that it was more of um, the fusion of us were, our attitude's punk rock, mm -hmm. and our music is ferocity oh, yeah. and fast like punk rock, but it's intricate, like yeah. British heavy metal. It's got guitar parts, it's got picking, it's got a drum sound. There's, It's not easy necessarily to play. Right. To play a double kick as fast as Tom Hunting plays it, you better know what you're doing, you oh, know. Yeah. Dave Lombardo and so on. Gosh, you know man. what I mean? So you better it's not like something you just come in and pick up sticks and boom, cab, boom, boom, yeah, you know, and it's a rock beat, you know. Yeah. Wow. You better know what you're doing. If your right hand picking wise and thrash metal, it better be as good as your left hand. Yep. You know? <laughs> yeah. Gary, listen to Exodus songs. Other thrash metal, for that matter, but especially Exodus songs. Gary does so much different picking stuff with his right hand; it's just really good. That's a pug attack, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Exodus attack. But so, do you? Do you really? Would you consider you guys should have been in the Big Four? I don't I, consider the Big Four the Big Four. Neither do I. I consider good. it the Big One and the other three. You know, <laughs> I mean, honestly, you just. You have on your T-shirt right there where one of the big four is skipping a spot. Yeah. If they were so big four, shouldn't they lie right under that? Exactly. And that's how I thought you know about that. I mean? the, so, that unfortunately, well. but that band is bigger than yes. that other band. So, how big is a big four? I know personally from playing with Metallica, they can sell 90,000 yeah. tickets. Those three bands together, regardless of God bless them, I love them to death. They're my boys. Slayer, Anthrax, and Megadeth, I love them, but they're not the size of Metallica. Yeah. They no. never will be. No. Nope. You know, so what, where's, where's the tier stuff? Does right. it go Metallica, tier, those three bands, tier, Exodus, Testament, uh, uh, Overkill, tier, Death Angel, right. tier. How many tiers do you yeah, have exactly. there? You know what I mean? It's like genres. I don't look at it like that. I'm very fortunate to be, keep playing, uh, this 30, Three years after the initial wow. record Damn. came out, how Imagine. many bands from that genre? And I'm not talking about metal bands. I'm talking about when you watched a MTV in 1985, yep. Bonded by Blood came out. How many bands in other musical genres are still putting out records, kick-ass albums that people still want to yep. listen to? None but the metal bands. Exactly. None but the metal bands. Yeah, that's the thing. This genre over the years has has held its course. You know what I mean? Oh, it's not been... nobody. And I mean that goes for anybody. Yeah. Dystopia won the Grammy a couple of years ago. Great record. Yeah. Uh, for All Kings, great record. 
Uh, uh, and Slayer hasn't put out a shitty record. Nah. The last three Testament records are all gold. Yeah. Death Angel along with it. Go to the genre. Go overkill. Yeah. Go to the genre. That nobody's putting out. Ah, uh, well, there's like three songs on it I like, and then a couple of fillers. Yeah, nobody's no. throwing fillers up there for you, gentlemen. They're getting. They're they're, they're giving you, you know, right smack dab in the face what you deserve. Yeah, what you get, you know. And I think that's a test to us all being huge fans of what we do and what we still do. It's like you know, two weeks ago I'm you know we're we're at Saxon and Saxon and Priest and. You know, we're hanging out with these guys. It's like, you know what I mean? We're one of them. You know what I mean? We consider us of what we did. Yeah. We're like they are. You know what I mean? And, you know, for fans to to, to respect you like that, nice. And uh, uh, and and have that kind of, I mean, who would have ever knew? Not not me growing up in this town. Did you ever think you'd ago. last this long in the in I this business? I don't think anybody ever does. Yeah, I really don't. I really don't. I, I think that you think you... You get an initial period to go and you do it and and everything else is a plus. That's why. And that's another thing. I think that every one of us, because this music went away for a while. Yes. Yeah. Got to remember around 293. In the public eye, yeah. It kind of died off. And yeah. then you got old Pearl Jam and all those kind of bands yep. came in. And lead guitar wasn't even something. So they played for 10 years. Metal was... Limp Biscuit yes. and and and, uh, and 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 Creed and Pearl and, and Pearl Jam and it, that was your hard music, you know what I mean? Yeah, Those yeah. are the outlaws. It's like, what the hell happened? So, I think that when Chuck got sick, Chuck Billy and and they did Thrash of the Titans, a lot of bands got back together that day for the performance. Yes, but I did. think it also a lot of bands looked at each other and said, "Wow." There's still a crowd out there for us. Mm-hmm. There's still people out there that want to hear this music. I remember that day. Yeah. And, I, and I think that that started, although Exodus was the first to put out a record. For the, uh, 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 Temple of the Damned came out maybe a year or two after that. It followed along, and other bands did it. Even everybody in the Laws Rocket yeah, yeah. Did, a, Laws re- Rocket. did a new record. You know what I mean? To try to get that in. You know, some of us have has held true. Yeah. But what? Why do you think that where there was that resurgence? What do you think there was anything, or do you think? What I think this is, and this is my theory on it. I think people like myself went and became parents, went to school. What they did in their twenties, or learned to do in their twenties, they went off and did in their thirties, and did whatever. And we kind of didn't go to shows anymore. But and then after a while, our kids got a little older because. I have a 28-year-old son, you know, and so it's like, who actually are in the business, both of them. So uh, it's, uh, I know what it's like to have to be there for baseball and soccer. I yeah. mean, the Exodus fans know that. And so now it's like, I don't even have no grandkids. The, the, the only thing you hear is what's barking around this house. <laughs> so I don't have any ties. So I think a lot of us, you know, I, I, I go out and I talk to Max Caballera from uh, Soulfly and obviously Cavalera Conspiracy and yep. Sepultura. And, you know, Richie, his son, plays with him now. You know what I yeah. mean? They they have their own thing. So it's like, I think a lot of us were raising children. Yeah. You know what I mean? Break. And doing that part of it. And then it came that, our, well, you know what? They're all right. Our kids mm-hmm. are all right. They're going to be okay. And I think it was time for us to uh, all continue. I, I know it was for me, especially like I said before. When I, I, you know, people knew I had done construction for 20 years, union. 
carpenter mm-hmm. stand by the union label, you know. And yeah. uh, right as I got my twenty year pin, I a month later is when I got called to you know re audition for the stuff for Blood and Blood Out and see if you know if I still had anything in the gas tank. So, but I, you and know, here I, you are. But, <laughs> I know, okay. it, but but I, I've always looked at metal as being a. It went into start getting into hair band. It got really hard. Then it started getting a little really light. And then here comes grunge. And grunge kind of, I kind of helped it to, to destroy hair bands for me. For my I think that, I, I, honestly, I think that was also a derivative from the record labels themselves. Mm-hmm. They were tired of the wingers and the mm-hmm. slaughters and the yeah. this. And there were so many of them coming around left and right. It's like, what do you do now? What do you, how do you, there's only one where, where to go yeah. from yeah. up and that's down. So I remember the weekend that Headbangers Ball got pulled off and they started a show called Super Rock. And it was like, it had like videos with like Rob Zombie, but it also had like Sonic Youth in there oh, yeah. too, you know, and, 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 uh, Smashing Pumpkins. So it was like heavy, but, and, and I remember guitar tones stayed heavy, but, I mean, you know, listen to that. Uh, 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 it smells like Teen Spirit. And when, I mean, the guitar is really heavy yeah, in there. Yeah. The tone is really, really, uh, uh, it's subtle and then it gets really heavy. So it's really catchy. So they kind of took from us a little bit. You well, know, they so. took the tone, oh, the guitar tone, and made it sound like kind of a metal sound, but really towards a really more of a pop. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 inject I guess they they tried to you know inject it with a little pop in there with some heavy guitar and no lead guitar yeah. playing and they were the formula was successful for quite some time yeah yeah and, and I I really noticed how in really great lyrically it was were incredible like that grunge I, God name some a, name a singer like she I mean Nirvana, I mean if you sing to you know Kurt Cobain stuff is like Let's read his lyrics. They're unbelievable. I know, and it's like, and that's what I, I come back Heart to. Heart shaped box is unbelievably yeah. deep, you know. And and I think Chris Cornell wrote some good stuff. Lane Staley wrote some. Although yeah. Jerry Cantrell wrote a lot of right. that stuff. Right. Uh, I I just think that they had great lyrical stuff. Uh, I just wasn't personally. It just didn't do it for me, right. man. I needed. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. See, and that's like the new genre that's out now. I what I call like the Breaking Benjamin, that kind of stuff. I think it's kind of the same, where it's a, little, a lot of melody and then it's hard, you know, hard guitar. Yeah, I'm actually really good friends metal. with the guys in the Mice and Men. Okay, and I yeah. love the Mice and Men. Yeah. I think they're really, they're really, really heavy, and 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 they're really talented. And I think you know, because when I when you talk to them about it, it's like, you know, I always I always say it like this. So remember when the fall comes and they laugh and it's like, there's only one where to go from the top. And I explain it like this. You're first your rock star, then you become a has-been, then you're a legend. Yeah. And it works. And if you can handle those three phases, you'll you'll be all right. Yeah. We've made it through those phases, you know. Oh, that's I mean, even if you think about, say, priest, everybody loves priest. Mm-hmm. Who would say a bad word about priest? But... You know, through the years when they had like Turbo and Ram it down, they weren't writing their heaviest material. No, no. And then he quit in like 93, 94, mm-hmm. and they brought Ripper in and they did that record, Jugulator. Oh. That is a great record. That, mm-hmm. that album's really heavy. And it's like, 
it's just, you know, you, you kind of think, wow, what if Rob did this record? Yeah. What it would be like, you know what I mean? So it's just kind of like uh, everybody goes through their period where, you know, it's very awkward, I guess. Where are you going here? Go ahead, buddy. Uh, let's see. So, um, that's <laughs> uh, <laughs> to the walls, bitch. Go ahead. So, when did you find out you wanted to sing? When do you? When? I don't think you ever. I ever. I think I more wanted to perform than anything. Oh. And I took this took this singing on because everybody played guitar. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was like you either had to be a great guitar player. Or you had to know how to talk. Yeah. And I knew I could talk better than I could play guitar. There you go. If you used to watch any of the legacy shows, the mm -hmm. in-between raps that I used to come up with were quite... Uh, <laughs> I, and I didn't know any better, so I, I don't know. It worked out. It worked did out. You, did you ever play? Did you ever yes, play? Yes, I do. Show? I play guitar. I play bass. I play oh, drums. Oh, okay. I can play. But... Uh, no, I was gonna be I was gonna be medium, not yeah. large. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're a great frontman. I, I became. That's why I. It's better that that was more my take. I think my personality fit more being a singer and a frontman. What man What was your first singer. show? I mean, what was it? Uh, Phil with the uh, with the Metal Warrior at the Brick House oh, in oh, wow. 1980, September of '83, and I feel that I had a very quick rise to success. I knew guys who had done it for years. I sang in my very first band in 1983, September. By June of 86, I was in Exodus. Oh, wow. That's less than three years. Yeah. From the first band, first time I ever picked up a microphone. Yeah. And in between that shit, I had put together Legacy mm -hmm. and hired Galax Skolnick and, and Greg Christian and wrote these killer songs and did this demo. So... I was like writing music. It, it's very simple to me. I, so that's I don't, awesome. I don't. People are, how do you do it? And it's like, oh my god, yeah. it's so easy. How can you not? <laughs> and I don't look at it like that. And I want people like, how do you come up with it? How do you do it? What's the process? You know what I mean? And there's just there's a formula for everything. Yeah. And there's a way that I do it, but it comes naturally to me. Stuff. I can write something to something. Even if a song has been a certain way and sung a certain way, you could wipe the vocal out, play the music, and come up with something else that sounds just as cool. You know, See, that's and I awesome. just, I've always been able to do that. I always used to take songs off the radio, KFRC, oh my God, and yeah. I could change them around. <laughs> I could always put in my own words and, and or put in my own phrasing, and it always worked. It, it's, it's, I, I don't know. It was just, I guess, practice that I did from a kid, and then when I started writing songs, when I was in my teens, you know, the first legacy stuff was written when I was, you know, 19, 20 years old, you know, the first legacy album. Damn, and I, was, old. I was just a we're little fucking kid old then when I was writing old. I mean, so when you, when you... When I wasn't you, even literary, I don't think, yeah. at that point. You know? when, you, when you played the quad at Dublin High... <laughs> Probably about four shows in. Five, yeah. maybe yeah. five. Wow. I remember that, that. I remember that. By about five. Five yeah. shows. No, wow. no. Only... What I learned off of watching television and concerts that, you know what I mean? And how to act on stage, basically. Yeah, because you emulate what you see. Yeah. Everybody does. Anybody on stage that makes any kind of movement or mm -hmm. rocks at all is emulating something they've seen in the past. So That's all I've done is emulate. You know what I mean? And just imitate what other people have seen that I do, you know? And what, what, what do you think the, the, the reason 
that there's so much metal here in Dublin. I mean, that, it, That's it that, baffles uh, me. That goes back to my my first part of, of so many people were into the same thing yeah. very deeply. And I don't know that the people in this town are not driven. I'm dri- I was driven. I knew Troy Lachetta before he was in Tesla. We mm-hmm. lived across the street from each yeah. other. He was driven. Um, I know Chuck. Chuck, I'm lucky as far as I'm concerned. I'm sorry. I handed him that job right over. Handed it right to him. So I did the work for him. I I did the work in Exodus. I did the work in Exodus. That's right, Jim. You don't have to say anything. I, I had him. I had him. He did a great job. With I'll say this. He's he's done a great job maintaining it and creating his own persona with that. Yeah. So that I could not have done for him. But he got it. You know, he did his guilt and rampage. Guilt. And wow, little bands awesome. like that. And then, then he got handed the keys to a brand new Cadillac. So uh, he drove it really well, though. So how was that transition for you? For me, it wasn't all that much. I mean, I think that people were tripping on it. Um was it hard for you to go from something like you built, you know, from scratch to... You know, it was, but I, I, I kept feeling that I was the only one that was like... It was like, I thought when I got into Exodus, there's all these other guys that had great ideas too, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? A lot of the lyrical content was all just me, you know what I mean? It was like, they would write the music and go, here, go name the song and go come up with the lyrics. And it's like, well... And now it's like, I wouldn't mind that at all, you know, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, the Hatred stuff, the first two records, I named every song and wrote every word. Oh, nice. You know, so I mean, it's like, it's just how I do it. So I don't have a problem with that, you know what I mean? But I think at the time, and I said this, and I remember saying this, that I kept uh, being afraid that I wasn't, I, I felt up to that point that when I quit, and I, I honestly... I mean, look at the opportunity. Exodus, Bonded by Blood. This band yes. was the biggest band that year that came out. Nobody's going to, and they want you. And who knew what was going to happen with Legacy? Yeah. We were big in the clubs, but still, who knew? You know, there was still that, you know, that, that element of, of it could all still go poof. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I jumped on that and I felt that Gary was, and he is just as good lyricist as I was or better, you know? So I had that much help, you know, to where Eric wrote a little bit at first and Derek wrote, but Derek was no longer in the band. And so that I was the one that was doing it. Most of the, uh, most of the, uh, I come up with the song titles. I came up with the stuff. I mean, if you look at all of the song titles on the album, legacy, even apocalyptic city, I didn't write, but I came up, they took my vocal phrasing and they kept the name of the song. Oh, cool. But uh, the only thing I didn't name on that record was Do or Die. And let me know the real simple name, Do or Die. Everything else was mine. What, 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 what one song do you think you, what, that you left behind that you were like, oh man, I wish I could just bring that along with me? And I don't play. know if there's just one song um, I could have brought along with me. Um, I mean, because if I wanted to play them, I'd play them. You but you know, know what I mean? Like, what one song that was like, oh, man, that's my baby? I don't know. Oh, fuck. I'd have to say something off the demo. Probably Raging Waters or Alone oh. in the Dark. Oh, yeah. You'd have to say Two that. Two great songs. Yep. 
Yeah. You know, speaking of that, um, with uh, songs, um, what are you doing? Oh my god! Where the fuck are you? fucking stoner. I swear to fucking god. What the hell? Um, what is your favorite song to play? Like, say, oh. at any fucking collection, what's one song you go on fucking stage and go, I can't wait to fucking play that song? Anything off of Bonded. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, anything. I'd love to play. In fact, we're playing Deliver Us to Evil on this tour. Oh, cool. And since I've been back in the band, we haven't done that. We oh, only wow. did it at the chapel. Right. So we're doing that on this tour, and I love Deliver Us huh. to Evil. So You guys don't play a lot off of Pleasures of the Flush a lot? A- uh, we're switching that up, though, okay. as, the, as we've been going around. Like the last one we played, Deranged. Mm-hmm. We played Brain Dead, and we played Pleasures of the Flesh. Um, I we are playing Parasite this oh, okay. tour. See, we I haven't played Parasite in thirty years, mm-hmm. so there's a like there's we did a song switch. There's seven songs that we swapped out and swapped in, and oh, nice. other than the Bond and stuff. So that's kind of like like I was doing um, Children of a Worthless God and Iconoclasm and the Ballad of Leonard and Charles. I'm going to be doing Death Amphetamine and Funeral Hymn now of the Rob Dukes era. We were doing uh, Words My Shepherd. And we always do Blacklist. We're going to do Shroud of Urine this time. We were doing Fabulous Disaster, Last Act of Defiance. We're going to do Corruption this time. So oh, cool. we're switching it up a little nice. bit. So that is really cool. Something. I like that. Do you guys keep the same set list throughout a whole tour? No, or for it- the tour, yes. Okay. For the tour. And then, like, but, you know, see, like, on the Fist Festival run, every night the minutes will be different. One night will be 50 minutes. One wow. night will be an hour and 10. One night will be 45. One night will be in 90 minutes, you know, so... It'll stay in the ballpark. Yeah, you, know? so you just kind of mix them up. It's kind of in the ballpark. Yeah. What's your what's what's the craziest? What tour was like the best tour you can remember? As you look back on that year, anything that happened in '89. Oh, really? And I, if I was to go back to any year in my career that I felt that we were we were still new and fresh, we had only three records out of the gate. It was 1980. We had just. We were, did the MTV Headbangers Ball Tour. We were all over the, the, the TV. Because mm-hmm. I remember even in the middle of the day when they weren't showing metal videos, Martha Quinn would even be going, hey, and don't forget, because it was the, the, it was the, the station, so they, they yeah. supported it. Yeah. And um, just the promiscuity that went on on that tour. The, the, oh, my God. The cons- I'll use the word consumption because that's a a fair word to use for that uh uh the consumption was at an all-time high um i remember on days off i remember like the anthrax guys one day we uh we all got tickets to go see the a's and the and the orioles at memorial stadium in baltimore that was cool we got to uh we played a softball game, Exodus versus Anthrax, oh, that at, a, cool. at, a, at a place where nobody knew. The two buses pulled up to a baseball park. There were no fans, no press, no nothing, and the two bands played softball against each other. It was just, I was young, mm-hmm. I'm 25 years old, and I mean, it's like wow. the candy store, you have the keys to the door. <laughs> And the candy store was just loaded. And so it was like, again, we're still here today, but uh, those years were, uh, 
quite formidable, I must say. Yeah, especially to be backed by MTV. I mean, that was that's so the, That was the medium crazy. at that time. If you're alive now and you're young, you don't realize that MTV, if you were on MTV, you were major. Yeah. It don't matter. If your video played on MTV oh, yeah. and you were never heard of before and your video played, you could go and play any club and it would be sold out just because you'd have one fucking song <laughs> and they'd go see you yeah. because our old manager, Tony, ran a club in San Francisco called Wolfgang's and we used to go to Wolfgang's to see other acts just to go there to drink and party and... uh and uh, I remember going to see the outfield. Oh, remember right. the outfield? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and the place was packed. Why? Because that video was on MTV yep. every right. two hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it was just like it, if you were on there, I so many, so many bands. Yeah. It's so, like the whole Cinderella story where they did a. Car, uh, commercial for a hot dog place because he was buying time on MTV. Right. Yeah, and that like just came out and they were trying to get on MTV and they're like, oh yeah, we'll do it. And I was like, that commercial's hilarious. <laughs> but hey, you know what got them a spot? Exactly what you're saying, you know? <clears throat> they were crazy. an incredible band though. Cinderella was a really good band. I was listening to, I saw, uh, uh, what did I see? The, um, the video for Gypsy Rose the mm -hmm. other day and, and I was just, when they're showing the video, it was bringing me back because I remember those days. Oh, yeah. And the way they were dressed. Yes. And they're like hanging out with each other like off the bus and screwing around <laughs> when there was no wives and children and none. And it was so, it was like just Fred and Jeff and, and Tommy and, and Eric and they were all together and, and they were just playing, you know, like, and I was like, man. I, that was probably 88. <laughs> yeah. Eight, yeah. 88, 89, man, man. It was when the, it was just awesome. Yeah. And we, we were at the, you know, we were kids in charge of the world at the time. We really uh, were. That was around the, the barn days, huh? Barn and the stage and all that. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, that's yeah. what got me into the, in the metal. Mainly. But it, it was, was a little bit. That was, a, I mean, the barn and the and stage. And those parties. Actually. It's funny because I, I, I had to go to the bank yesterday. My bank is still up there where, oh, no where uh, Romley's used to be. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was looking across the street because it's a daycare now. Yes. And I was the like, wow. I used to go to Ripper Halloween parties at this sucker, man. Unbelievable. So it's the trip how the town has changed yeah. and everything. It's amazing People. that whole Romley's area over there, man. That's It's a park. Yeah. That blows me away. That blows me away. So um, another thing is um, about the music scene versus so metal's huge in Europe. You guys are probably like and versus here, it's big like it is everywhere. I is mean, it, it has there? Its, everybody says that from here. Mm -hmm. You know what exactly. I mean? It's not necessarily depending on they they know how to do a festival better. Yeah, and the area is not as big as the United States. So you take those countries all together, it's half of the United States. So if you think about the festivals and the, and the way that people, they really don't travel to go to shows. It's like, you know, say like we leave, live in Dublin and we'll go to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. If you live in Europe, that's, that's three, that's three shows between here and there. Oh, wow. If it makes any sense to you. Yeah. 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 I, that's three shows. Wow. That may be three countries. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, that's a trip. 
Yeah, I always looked at like you know you when you guys go to uh, Brazil and Brazil is like off the freaking chain. These guys are absolutely. I'm just wondering oh, yeah. if there I'm, is I'm, a I'm, difference I'm, of why it's so Chile. Though. Chile's the same mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Uh, Argentina. Yeah. The Uruguay, part of the Guays. Uruguay, yeah. Paraguay. They're they're, <laughs> un- yeah. they're they're unbelievably fan. Oh, man, just they they love it. They take they're at your hotels. They're at the airports. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Their cars are decorated with your face on them. They just take it so to heart. And when you're right there standing in front of them, I mean, they're crying. You know what yeah. I mean? They're like so thankful. It's got to be an amazing film. Yeah, it's a trip. It is. Especially when you're standing up there and people are singing your song. Yeah. Yeah. Think about this. Ozzy goes, generals gathered in their masses, and what does the crowd do? Oh, of course. It's unbelievable. I mean, I do it, and they sing it. But the whole fucking crowd sings it loud. He don't even need to sing that part. So think about that as as, as opposed. I do get it on a certain level, but think about somebody like Sabbath when he goes, generals gathered in their masses. And he just goes. (laughs) There you go. The little kid who's. Five years old on his yeah. dad's shoulders. <laughs> Just like witches, I black man. You know what I mean? He's, yes. He's got the answer. You know what I mean? So that's, that that's the awesome. thing about metal. It's right here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very in love with its heart. You either love it or you do not like it at all. Oh, the puppy. Oh, yeah, that's the thing, too. It's like, that was my experiences, too. I mean, I've always had, I've always met the greatest people in metal. It's just, I, I never hear a bad scene. thing about people. People say, man, I look at these scary people and, they're all cool when we do the cruises, because I know the people mm-hmm. that run the cruises and stuff. And they say, "Man, they have hip hop cruises. They got to worry about. Oh yeah, they got <laughs> guns and everything. Yep. They never have fights on the heavy metal exactly. cruises. There's never any trouble on the rock and roll cruises. Yeah, that's what, I, what gets me about you know they always want to ban like moshing and mm-hmm. you know and all that, but you never see anybody really. Everyone's helping everybody up because nobody. I won't stand. I won't stand. You know how I run my show. Yeah. I won't stand for it. I, if I see somebody getting funny out there, God, that's a, one of the first things. That, if I see their rowdy, right after my first break, that I get to talk to them. Hey, you know, hey, how's it going? Good to be here. La da 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 da. Yo, take care of each other tonight. Yeah. Somebody goes down, pick them pick back them up. up. Yeah. Help them out. If somebody gets nailed and gets a little woozy, help them out. You know what I mean? Yeah. We know there's we're all in this together, man. Because if you hit the ground, you can always crawl. No, 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 no. Oh. Huh, baby, you want to go and you want to talk in the mic, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. So we just pug. I'm just going to picture of it so you guys can see what we're actually looking at. She's so, a baby. So, um, God, what else do you got? Uh, oh, there's got to be. Okay, so is there a song that you guys would like to play in concert, but that you don't? Um, A lot of the down-tuned stuff. Yeah. They don't bring extra guitars for it. Oh, okay. So there's a couple of down-tuned songs that we don't play. Um, um, I always, I don't know those sort of things, so I'm like, let's play this one. And yeah. they're like, oh, Zet, we got to bring a whole, everybody's got to make a whole other guitar change for that. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so? Yeah, yeah. That's what we pay people for. Yeah, but we're older now. What's Not the problem? <laughs> so there's a few, but I mean, you know. Again, wow. like we've said from the beginning, I'm just fortunate to be doing this so many years later. That's, yeah, that's the one awesome. thing I've always... You've always been gracious. Even... Do you think you lost that love at one point at the end? Like when you did 
you know, you went to go do construction. I think I've always been gracious with the business. It's great. Going to do the construction was something I had to do. The business wasn't paying at the time, and I had little kids, and I had no choice. You know what I mean? So you have to do what you have to do in life. It's unfortunately. You know what I mean? You read about that all the time where, you know, um, musicians or actors, they go broke. Well, we all went broke. Instead of me crying about it and going into rehab and getting drunk and finding me on the street, I went and got a fucking job. You know what I mean? You know? You got it responsible, yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck it. You sit there and cry, woe is me. I'm this major rock star. Now I don't get paid. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Shut up and go get a fucking job, cry baby. But did you think that that break really helped you? I think right it better, it's better. That break was better for me this time. Yeah, because I, 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 it's not like I didn't appreciate it before, but I extra appreciate it. Got you know it. what I mean? Yeah. And and anybody who meets me, or anybody who comes and knows this or knows me and listens to this will say he's right. He's a hundred percent. The guy's the most approachable guy in metal. Yeah, you absolutely. know what I mean? I, 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 I don't have a problem talking to fans, taking pictures with anybody from anybody, anywhere we're at. I never want a fan's experience with me to be a bad experience. So, you know, if I have to go outside the bus for 20 minutes, it's a little cold and sign autographs and take no. pictures and stuff. That's just what I do. I've seen I've you always been it. I've always done it. I will continue to be that way until they put me in the box. That's good. Because there's not a lot that do that, do, do that. You know, we've seen it many, yeah, many times. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's funny. I, I bring that up a lot because, you know, growing up with all you guys, you have, out of all, everybody, all of our other friends that are in bands and stuff, you've always been totally nice to me. I, I'm not, always, I, I don't hung out feel there's always been cool. people should be a dick to yeah. people for any reason whatsoever because you have a title or you get yeah. to do something in life that most people don't get to experience. And it's true. I mean, yeah. other than the musician friends that I have, I don't know anybody who got to live this life yeah. or got to be an actor or do something that's kind of, uh, I guess, out of left field, you know what I yeah. mean? Not, 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 uh, you know, a cookie cutter job necessarily. And I don't, I don't take it for granted and I don't take any of the fans for granted. I mean, shit, they're buying concert tickets and going, buying my t-shirts and they're still yeah. buying my records. You know what I mean? So I, 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 you know, I, I owe them two minutes. I owe them yeah. the, the photo pass. You yeah. know, I owe them that as far as I'm concerned. If you catch me, you caught me. You know what I mean? Basically, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's do you, awesome. Do you think that, when do you think you're going to have enough? Do you think, do you have a time limit? Do you I no, look at it? No. Go, what else would know. I do? I know. It's no fun. People think their whole <laughs> life, man, what do you do when you retire? What, you I go know. fishing? You just chill around, go golfing all day? Well, I pretty much live a retired lifestyle now. You know what I mean? When I'm not on tour, I get to do what I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I mean... It's like I get bored real quick, too, uh, man. You ride your Harley. You take well, the dogs to the dog's park. You go to the movies. You know what I mean? I go to the gym every day. I, I try to keep myself busy and, and active and stuff, but I I, I, I don't think yeah, – I think music are... music is something that you uh, – you know, it's always been in you. So as long as I can perform at the same level, why not do it? Yeah. I've always remembered this about you, and it's 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 crazy because your ass could be sleeping until noon, and I, every freaking time that I hey Zet, um, yeah, I'll be there around noon. Like shit, my half my day's done by then. I'm up, you know. And that's kind of cool. You always had that little like work ethic to get your ass up. Yeah, I get up at seven shit. every day or seven thirty. Wow. I don't get up any later than that. 
if I look at the clock and it's like eight o'clock, I start to panic like the day's wasting <laughs> yeah. away. Right. I do yeah. not get it. I even know. on tour. So I'll get up in the morning and Lee won't even be there in his bed yet. And I'll be like, <laughs> you still up, bro? <laughs> yeah, because we're doing I'm getting up, man. It's like 8.30. He's like, now I'm going to hit my bunk here in about a half an hour. It's like, Late, but then again, like, you don't have nothing to do all day, right? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You don't have to be in sound check until 4.30, 5 o'clock. So 9 o'clock to 5, that's a whole eight hours sleeping oh, right there. Shit. But when I'm up and I'm walking in and out of the venue a hundred times and the first fans yep. that are at the show usually get their shot at me because I'm walking around and you know what I mean? And and yep. uh, 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 I'll find something to do and I'll hang out with everybody. And it seems like everybody on the tour will know who I am because I introduce myself to everybody and I'll know who the light guy for Mr. Pickles is. Yeah. I shit you not. The, the end of the Mr. Pickles tour, everybody else in the band was like, Satcher, who's that guy? I'm like, oh, he's the stage manager guy. He's going, well, who's that guy? Oh, he ran the merchandise. Who was, well, who are those four guys? They did the LED screen. They said the one guy was in there. Like, I knew everybody. And right. They didn't necessarily because that's their vampire hour. Yeah. Me, I'm up. You know, I'm walking around. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up? Hey, you know, from day one. But then... Last month, I get this box with my name on it. Who's it from? Cartoon Network. Box full of Rick and Morty swag. Oh. I mean, anything you could throw, blanket, all kinds of shirts, all kinds of stuff. I love Little Rick and Morty dolls. (laughs) Cool, because I told him I love, you know, the, the cartoon, and I'm a big fan of Cartoon Network. I like all of the cartoons. Yeah. I love Mike Tyson's Mysteries. Are, are, you ever watched that? Nuh-uh. Well. No way. <laughs> Mike yeah. Tyson's Mysteries? You've never watched oh, Mike shit. Tyson. Oh, shit. I got to go. Oh, my God. It's great. <laughs> I watch. I'm a big fan of the... Um, I watch Black Jesus. I watch a yeah. lot of the <laughs> stuff funny. that's on there. I think it's funny. I think they have good stuff on there. They're cartoons. You know, obviously Metalocalypse. Yeah, you yeah know of, what course. I mean? so, of course. Yeah. So I was a big That's fan. why I love that Mr. Pickles. That's so cool. You guys are doing stuff with them. That was really cool. It was cool. Yeah. It was a good tour. Dude, I remember... God, I remember back in the day. I don't know. Just remember the us going in after you signed. Was, was it May? It was to... It was, no, no, no. It was, it was to combat. Yeah, combat. And we were at Robbie's house, remember? Right. And we took Elliot, went to Maxwell's Plum. Maxwell's Plum. I had, I had a lobster. We were throwing it around the table. <laughs> throwing escargot up in the air, trying to swallow <laughs> it. Start like yelling at... We are okay. I'm and our manager's this encouraging this behavior. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am. Can you imagine me? And I just and that's what that's what always brings back to how how he always that mm-hmm. always was. He was always down to earth. He brought me along, and I'm just All sitting right. there at this fucking table. And then I just start looking around, going, "Holy shit! Look who I'm sitting at this fucking table with." And we're throwing shit. We're throwing food. We're doing all this shit. That was an incredible day. That yeah, was day. really badass. That's why we scene. still remember it. Oh, to a fucking T, man. It was fucking badass. It was so fun. Yelling at chicks across the bar. That's what, hey, you gotta chill out. And we're like, okay, hey, okay. Hey, hey. Chill out. Tony's I ain't, like, I ain't saying nobody named You don't have but, to chill out. Tony's like, you don't have to chill out. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. his manager. Had the fucking, t- I gotta remember, it was like $1,400 bill. Yeah. Oh, geez, record company paid for it. Oh, yeah. yeah that was our dinner. And that's, that's when it brings back the shoes. I remember you guys, they were at, well, what do you want for your signing bonus? Shoes. Yeah, we I want, want some shoes. Jordans. I want Jordans for our signing We all want bonus. Jordans. But what we got, we got Jordans to sign. No shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's awesome. And then you remember, then on that next album, didn't you, you yeah. burnt the, you burnt burnt the, the shoes. shoes. Yeah. So it all came down to fruition. I was like going and going through all this shit. So that's cool. Yeah, I love that, that shit. Cool. It was great times. 
Great times. Okay, Matt, I think that's it. You have anything else you want to say? No, just thanks <laughs> to all the metal fans yeah, for man. listening. Keep listening. Cool. Thanks, we appreciate you doing the show with us. Yeah, no totally, problem. man. It was you a lot of fun. We'll get to get you when you start recording now. Yeah. You know, right in a year and a half or so. <laughs> Better off getting Adrian up. I know, I know. Yeah, I'd love to get a deal with them, too. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you. Marshmallow, go. Peace. Peace. There we go.